0: Welcome to our Reach Next Generation podcast. I'm Brish Sheffries and I'm thinking about my future. To help me with this, I'm speaking with successful women to get an understanding of the challenges they have faced throughout their careers, how they overcame them, and what specific girls my age. Today, my guest is Yvonne Greaves, who is the Director of Women in Business at NatWest Bank. Thanks for joining me today, Yvonne. Can we start by you telling us all how your career took you to NatWest and the role that
1: you have now? Delighted to be here, Grace, and thank you. And my journey to NatWest has been long and very varied, and I think that's one of the advantages of um, careers these days, taking lots of different opportunities. I um, went to school, went to university, and then ended up in financial services, working in a different bank for a number of years, and. I didn't ever think I was going to become going to banking, didn't ever think I would be a banker and um, it kind of found me and I did that for ten years and then I had a career break when I had my children and I went off and did additional studying. I did an an MBA at Glasgow University. And then I was looking to get back into the world of work when my daughters were ready to go to school. And um, I I was looking to either set up a business or go back into financial services and back into banking. And um, ironically, I'm... The businesses I tried to set up I didn't really know where to go for support and fast forward 14 well 12 13 years on and that's my whole job is now to support females to start up and scale in business so working with NatWest um, initially I joined through, and I had a, a traditional corporate career looking after large businesses and worked in various different divisions in the bank and then I started to get really involved and in this whole area of supporting female entrepreneurship and young people and I would say in the last sort of five years I've really found the place in the bank where I just love um, working and um, I meet incredible people every day and it's um, very lucky.
0: When you were at school and about my age did you know what you wanted to do or be or did that happen later in life?
1: Do you know sometimes I think I still don't know what I want to do when I'm older (laughs) and now I'm an awful lot older. I had absolutely no idea um, when I was your age what I wanted to do. All I knew was that I loved Numbers. I loved talking to people, and I loved um, accountancy. I I had the opportunity to do accountancy at school. I loved, I loved the numbers, and I loved that accountancy. And I just absolutely, my parents at the time said to me. just go to university get a degree it doesn't matter what the degree is and do something that you love to do and um i ended up doing economics and finance and i absolutely loved it but when I, even at university i still didn't know what i wanted to do and um, there's lots it's there's so many opportunities out there for you and working hard and um really taking those opportunities when they arise is my biggest piece of advice i would give and um and be open to change as well. So when I look at um, all the different career choices that I've taken over the years, some of them have been a bit of a gamble and um, I've never regretted any of them. So yeah, to answer your question, I'm still not very sure. (laughs) But I love what I do at the moment.
0: (laughs) Well, I know you you went to Glasgow University. How important do you think it is to go to university,
1: though? I think... It depends on you, it depends on the person, it depends on where you are in life. But for me, um, education was... in Further education and getting a degree and then getting my master's degree was really, really important to me. I... Um, I firmly believe that nobody can take any qualifications off you you're you're much better for, for those additional learning and um, I don't think university is for everyone um, and I think you know like there's lots of different career opportunities and phenomenal career opportunities for people if they don't choose university but university was right for me it gave me that time to find out a little bit more about who I was and what I wanted and um also, going back to university when I was a lot older, so much older than you, When going back to university when I was so much older, that was one of the best things I ever did as well because it gave me exposure to learning. I love learning. I take so many opportunities just to learn new things because it keeps life interesting. <laughs>
0: Um, you mentioned earlier that you went on a career break when you had your children um, and then you went back to business when they were ready to go to school. But even when they were at school and you you had to, of course, take care of them, how did you achieve that work-life balance between it?
1: Do you know, I, I only achieved it because of the help of... Um, their, their dad, and also the help of my parents as well, to help with that juggling, um, and also just being—it was a different workplace when I went back to work about twelve, thirteen years ago. It wasn't as flexible as it is today, um, and we've really seen that with with COVID and the sort of working from home. Um, but it was—it was a lot more challenging because getting them to getting them to nursery and getting them picked up in time, you like it was a little bit challenging when you had to be, get through the rush air traffic. But we we got by and we managed it. And and do um, you know my daughters? You know, like they, they still say to me today, you know, like they love the fact that I work and they did juggle and they, they had a really happy upbringing. And um yeah, I it's not easy, but it's also about um, just prioritising what's important for you. And that that five years career break was important for me, but I still did an MBA for three years of it, and I don't regret that either. So I like to keep busy and I like to learn. <laughs>
0: Obviously, we've all been hit by COVID, with things only recently reopening. How have you had to deal with the COVID-19
1: issues? So it's interesting because um, COVID has really impacted my life, both personally and professionally. So pre- pre- previously to COVID, I would travel to London for two, I live in Glasgow, and I would travel to London for around about two to three days every week. And I would work from London um, with, with um the, with all the partnerships that I was looking after at the time, and the, if, um, everything that was going on in London, and. Um Last March on International Women's Day, so we do a huge amount of activity at now. It's group over um, International Women's Day in the whole month. I think over the month of March last year, we had almost 100 events planned, reaching 5,000 females. I know it was incredible. We had so much events so, and such great impact, and there was, there was such a lot of variety from large conferences to round tables to dinners, um, and it was all around trying to, around female support. And we noticed from around about the fifth, sixth, seventh of March, everything started to domino effect. Everything started to cancel off, and then by the end of March, we, we looked at our strategy and we realised everything was very much around face to face. It was around very much, and it was a completely different world because we were all at home. So we had to adapt and change our whole strategy to make it virtual. We had to take all our staff training from face to face, make it virtual. We had to take all our events from face to face to make them virtual and um it was a massive learning experience and um um i think i'm a bit we're better we're better for it and it's um I'm a, and i'm a better person for it as well and i would say personally you know like my, my daughters um were very heavily impacted as were so many young people and so many people across across all different parts of society and i really saw you know, like the whole university you know, like the whole universities and um and not having to be able to sit their exams and not being able to sit their driving tests and all these different challenges like that that that, that they also face, so just trying to um to manage that as well but um the, the, the nicest part of it has been that my husband and I travelled so much um, when, before Covid and um, as a family the, f- the four of us we, we got on very very well before but I would say now we are so much closer um, because we've spent so much time together and um, I have loved it. Um, it's, it's been a real, um, it's been a gift, it's been the gift of Covid for me and um, there's been so much hardship that came out of it however for me you know, like as a family it's been fantastic.
0: How old were your um, your daughters during lockdown? Then,
1: so they were seventeen and um, nineteen. So my youngest was leaving school, and so she missed. And I, and and I know she understands that there's so much bigger things going on in the world, you know, like the 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 devastation that COVID has is, is, is caused. But but she missed out, and, um you know, like all our leaving leaving school and all all the activity around that um, prom, um, going on holiday with her friends passing her driving tests you know like and all these little things like sitting her exams fortunately she she had the grades to go to university and she's she's just um, completed her first year at virtual university um, and hope she's hoping to get in, in September and go back to actually meet her friends that she's met virtually and um, so yeah it's 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 been tough. It's been really tough because you've gone from being really, really busy and they were so busy with work and with university and with school. And then almost everything closes down and everything stops and you're like, well, what's next? Where do we go? So I've really seen um, the challenges that so many, um, not just young people, but so many people have faced with it.
0: Well, that must have been hard because um, I, I remember, I don't know if that's still now, but in a, early in, in the lockdown, lots of people's A-levels were getting cancelled. Was that the same for your daughter?
1: Yeah, absolutely. What about yourself? Has COVID, how has COVID been for you? Because it's been a matter of not going to school. Well, personally, I, I my school f-
0: um, managed to cope with it quite well, but I also had my 11+, plus, which was right. quite stressful. So um, it was OK. I got to where I wanted to, so I'm pretty happy with what's happened. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Good and bad. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, when we look at social media, which I know plays a huge part in everyone's lives, what advice would you give girls, say about my age, about how to use it and not use it?
1: I would say, be careful on it really like take advice from your parents take advice from your teachers and be really really careful on it i would say be very careful about what you comment and what you like because it can come back in the future and we see so many stories around that in the future comment that was made um when we were younger or, or when a few years ago and uh, now people um, are really looking at social media and um it can really cause a lot of problem. I would say that don't say anything in social media that you wouldn't say to your close friend or to your family um, and just be really careful of what you post and what you like. Social media is fantastic, but it can also... We know with social media that... a lot of people just show the best of who they are. And sometimes people, young young people in particular, and me as well, um, we look at people and we think, oh my goodness, their life just looks so fantastic. But behind all the gloss and behind all the, the airbrushing and behind all that, that facade, um, most people are just just getting by and, and people have their own challenges. And I, I think with social media, buyer beware was my, my viewpoint on it. I know that my daughter's... Um, Take breaks from it every now and again. And I think it's not healthy to be on social media all day long. I think restrict the time on it as well. And it's it's good. I, I, I love to go on and have a laugh at some of the Facebook posts and, and, and have that, that sort of enjoyment. But just be really careful about what you're posting and what you're liking and, and not oversharing.
0: What advice would you give to young women when they're thinking of getting into business?
1: I would say go for it, take every opportunity, don't limit yourself. Don't don't get in the way of your own progress, and and don't let imposter syndrome comes up a lot. Don't let imposter syndrome get in the way. Take every opportunity you can to learn and to develop, and and work really really hard, and be really tenacious in work. You know, like really work hard and really go for it, and don't let don't let um, setbacks. Um, we all have setbacks in life. People can look at my career or look at other people's careers and think, oh my goodness, but I've had lots of setbacks in life as well, and um, those setbacks define us and, and make us stronger people for moving forward. So my biggest advice is just um take every opportunity you get and um just say yes to, to great opportunities and work really, really hard and, and study really hard and be the best that you can.
0: Have you had any mentors or have there been anyone that you particularly admire?
1: do you know something mentors is a massive thing for for all women but all people but particularly young particularly women and particularly young women because we can't be what we can't see so we need we need role models from all different you are, you're a phenomenal role model to so many young women your age and older than you because what you're doing with these podcasts is just absolutely phenomenal and you're a role model we' all you are and we're all role models to some to, you know, like, to somebody and um, so my, my view is be that role model and um be that role model and um mentors is um i've had some mentors i've had some good mentors over the years and i've had some absolutely rotten mentors over the years um, and that that's possibly probably my fault as well because i wasn't clear about what i wanted a mentor for and what i needed so um my mentors now are just absolutely phenomenal and they come from different parts completely different um, areas of business than I work within and I really they really help me and a lot of them have become friends as well but it took me a long time to find a mentor um, and I wish I'd found mentors sooner in my career and um, so I would encourage you, you and um, all you know, like your friends and, and you know, like older people to just really be that mentor to the next generation
0: The world is changing so much and so quickly. What do you think work for women might look like in ten years time or hope that work for women might be like in ten years time?
1: Well I hope it's equal for a cho for a (laughs) and I hope that we've got no um gen and like I hope that um I hope some of the barriers that have been in the past that are finally starting to get broken down continue to to gain traction. Um, I have absolutely no ideas. I, my daughters and I talk about this a lot of what the world of work is going to look like in 10 years' time, and there's so many studies, and I don't think it's going to look what it like, looks like just now. We know that you know, like young people like yourself, you know, like young younger people, you know, like in their 20s and 30s don't want to work in the same career for the rest of their life. Because could you imagine working until you're 70 in the exact same organisation and the exact same job? How boring would that be? <laughs> that would be pretty boring, but that person might like that job. Yeah, exactly, and that's their choice. You're absolutely right. But I think what we know from um, from um, research at the moment is that people will have a lot of different careers over the, over the years. But to answer your question... I would love to know what the world of work would look like in ten years' time because we would all make millions if we could work it out because then we can forecast. What would you like the world of work to be like in ten years' time? When, because you might be in the world of work by then. What kind well, of work? As you said, I, I
0: prefer, I'd like it to be equal. I'd like women to be in you know higher places and higher businesses. I would just uh, I'm particularly interested in science. I'd like um, science because that's normally quite male-dominated. I like, I would like science to be less male-dominated, but just generally quite equal.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right, and you're absolutely right with regards to science and technology, engineering, um, and mathematics. We do not have, um, we we need more young 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 women to take up those 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 professions. Um, but yeah, we have the same goals. <laughs> yeah. I think
0: most people do
1: yeah well I hope so I would hope so (laughs) yeah
0: well I've really enjoyed chatting with you today Yvonne thank you so much I'm sure everyone listening will now be thinking about some of the choices they're about to make in their careers keep listening to the Reach Next Generation podcast as I talk to many more brilliant women thank you to our sponsors Haynes Watts and Levi Strauss for their amazing support